Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Last week, our national airline, Qantas, dropped an ad on us that had many reaching for the Kleenex. With the sentimental look at our initial foray back into the world of international travel, it got many of us wondering where we're actually at with finally being able to leave the country. Today, we look at the date we're most likely to be able to get back on a plane and get out of here. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. The ad that Qantas just dropped showing us what may be in store for us when COVID restrictions are eased wasn't supposed to be about when we can travel again. It was supposed to be an encouragement for people who might be hesitant to get their COVID-19 vaccine so that they too can join all those other vaccinated Aussies who plan to take to the sky as soon as our international borders reopen. The ad, set to a scaled-back version of Tones and I's song Fly Away, shows a farmer chatting to someone on the phone saying he'll see them soon. It's okay. look, yeah, I'm going to see you soon, okay? Love you. A young family wondering if they'll ever be allowed to go to Disneyland. Is that you, Mum? What's a younger version of me? Mum, can we go to Disneyland? A woman looking at a wedding invitation, the event to be held in Singapore. Then they all chat to the nurse who's giving them their COVID-19 vaccine about where they're planning to go. So where are you headed? Singapore for a wedding. Taking the kids to Disneyland Resort. London, going to see someone very special to me. Hey guys. It then shows them turning up for their flight, welcomed on board by helpful Qantas crew before settling in for the journey ahead. Admittedly, the scenes from business class aren't really relevant for many of us, nor is taking the entire family to Disneyland anytime soon, but the 90-second ad had some in tears, thinking of those loved ones they haven't seen in a long time or the adventures they can't wait to get back to. The second international travel opens up, I will be flying back home to the UK to see my friends and family. I actually had my bags packed and I was ready to fly in March 2020 before coronavirus cancelled that plan. 
And I'm thinking that I'll maybe be able to fly next year. I'm hoping so because by that point it will have been five years in total since I'd seen my family. I'm looking forward to travelling internationally again to see family members that I haven't seen for getting on to five years in various parts of the world. And also, yeah, just being able to go to Europe or parts of Asia that I you know, haven't seen for, for a long time. I just really want to see my sister who lives in London. I miss her so much and it's been such a hard couple of years. The thing that I'm looking forward to being able to travel overseas would be that you can immerse yourself in a different culture and calories don't count when you're overseas. And also the eye candy. This is so lame, but I find it funny. I am most looking forward to going overseas so that I can meet my international hinge matches. I've been super bored in lockdown, so I've been changing my hinge location to different places all over the world and matching with guys who are way more attractive and have better pickup lines than the ones in Sydney. So where are we actually at as far as international travel goes right now? Dan Tian is the Federal Minister for Trade, Tourism and Investment. Minister, is there a date or date range even that the government's considering for reopening international travel yet? The national plan sets out the approach that we will take when it comes to how we open up and what that will show in phase B when 70% of Australians are fully vaccinated. Lockdowns will be less likely and there will be less serious illness and deaths and Australians will have more freedom to see their loved ones, go to concerts, go to sporting events. And we're on target to hit 70% before Christmas, which is wonderful news. That means people are able to move around within our wonderful country. And then when we hit 80%, we will learn to live with the virus, which is terrific. And vaccinated Australians will be able to travel freely domestically and outbound international travel restrictions will be lifted and travel bubbles will be extended. And we've already got our travel bubble with New Zealand, which at the moment is suspended, but we'll be ready to be able to put back in force. And then there's been discussions with Pacific Islands, with Singapore, Japan, South Korea, the UK and the US about extending those travel bubbles and we'll continue to do more work on that as we approach the 70% and 80% vaccination rates. What's then the discussion about how that's going to work practically going? So we've seen in Europe the introduction of green passes or vaccine passports plus the kind of implementation of green zones and red zones within their travel areas which really dictates where you can go to, where you can come back from. How is it going to look like for Australians when we do eventually travel overseas? So what it will mean is for Australians who want to go overseas, they'll be free to leave the country once again, how they see fit, which is very welcome. And what we will also be able to do is put in place the travel bubble similar that we have with New Zealand. So basically what you will see is an ability to come and go between the designated countries within that travel bubble with minimal restrictions. At the same time, we're developing a vaccination certificate, which will be in the form of a QR code, which will be recognised by the Civil Aviation Transport Organisation and which has international guidelines that have been established which 
other countries are making sure that their vaccination certificates are able to be able to be interoperable with. So we will have a consistent form of being able to show proof of vaccination and and that work has been ongoing for some time now. So my assumption is it will look like being able to show proof of vaccination certification. Also, there might be some testing requirements but we will have bubbles in place which will basically mean that you are able to move freely between countries. Do we foresee quarantine as being part of that travel arrangement for the foreseeable future? That ultimately will depend on the expert medical advice, but what we're seeing already is South Australia moving to put in place a trial around home quarantine, and our hope is that home quarantine might be something that can be used quite widely, especially in the lead-up for Christmas for returning Australians. And then various, whether it be airports or other bodies, are looking at whether you can use a mixture of rapid testing as well to also restrict or limit the time that would be necessary to quarantine. And hopefully, in some instances, there will be no requirement for quarantine. But ultimately, that will depend on what happens with the virus and the advice that we're getting from our expert medical advisors who will obviously provide information as to what they deem necessary to make sure that when we do open up, that we do so safely. So with the way we're travelling at the minute with our vaccine targets, can we have a ballpark? What are we looking at? Mid-2022, late-2022, when we can finally get on a plane and fly away? So Lieutenant General John Fruin, who is in charge of the vaccination rollout, has said that his hope is that we should hit those 70% and 80% targets before Christmas. So my hope would be that what we would see in the first quarter of next year is the opening up of the international border and us starting to put in place the travel bubbles. And when it comes to our ability to be able to move more freely domestically, that we should be seeing that well and truly before Christmas. When we do finally hand over our boarding passes, just how different will the travel experience be? Chris Chamberlain is an international business travel journalist who's currently the associate editor of Executive Traveller. Chris, how are the airlines planning to reward their vaccinated customers? So we've seen Qantas come out this month and they're offering their frequent flyers in Australia a choice between frequent flyer points, a free travel voucher or extra status credits, which are the things that help you get, you know, up to silver, gold, platinum and that kind of thing. So in Australia, once you've had both doses of either COVID vaccine, if you register that vaccination with Qantas through the app on Android or iOS, you can then pick which reward you want and you'll have it within a couple of days. So once you've had the second jab, link it together and you can get your free frequent flyer points or perhaps a travel voucher for when borders are open and we can all move around again. And are they the only ones who've really come out with a rewards program already? They're the biggest airline to really push it. We've seen other airlines in the United States focus on vaccination from more of a staffing perspective. So we've seen United saying that its staff in the United States will have to be vaccinated. But it's the biggest airline I've seen that's really given incentive to flyers beyond saying you need the jab to fly with us. They're making it a happier thing. They're making it more enjoyable. And they're giving people a reward for helping to get us back to where we were before COVID and getting us back to seeing each other again. Now, let's be honest. That Qantas ad gave us a pretty fancy version of what air travel actually looks like. 
But we also saw them not wearing masks, not social distancing. We're imagining that's not actually what travel's going to presumably look like once we do get back in the air. No, I expect we'll all be wearing masks for quite a while to come. I think, you know, you can do some things on TV and in the movies that you perhaps can't do in real life or can't do as easily. So even when borders do reopen, I I fully expect you'll have to wear a mask as soon as you arrive at the airport. There'll be, for some destinations, perhaps pre-flight testing or testing on arrival. It won't be perhaps as glamorous as the ad portrays. We've had to wear masks on most flights in Australia, I think, since about January this year. So it doesn't matter where you're flying, even if it's within the same state, everyone's masked up. And I think at the end of the day, if it means that people will be able to travel, they'll be happy to to comply to be able to, to fly somewhere. Now, I think once people saw that ad, they thought, you know, once we get out of this pandemic, we're all just going to book flights and we're all going to fly around the world like we used to. But these airlines have had to stand down the majority of their workforce. Some airlines don't even exist anymore because of this pandemic. Is it likely to take a while for them to get back to a level where we are flying like we used to? I think it's good to use the Australian-New Zealand example as what we saw back in April when those borders first reopened after being shut for over a year. So we saw most flights in the first couple of weeks of travel being open pretty much being full. And most of the people on those planes, they weren't business travellers. They weren't really people taking a holiday. They were people flying to see their friends and family who are really trying to do that as quickly as they can. After that, a lot of the demand to New Zealand, even when there were no restrictions in place, really started to go down quite unexpectedly. We saw airlines cancelling flights or merging them together using smaller planes. And so while I think it's great to be ambitious and to think that as soon as all the borders are open, everyone will be on a plane somewhere, I'm sure there are people that are going to be worried that maybe they'll get stuck, their flight might be cancelled. You don't know what happens if you're in a foreign country with all the other COVID restrictions you have to deal with. And so personally, I think it'll be a bit more of a ramp up rather than a sudden surge of everyone racing to the passport queue to get out. Qantas has just posted a $1.7 billion after-tax loss for the financial year and has had to stand down a massive number of their staff as the border closures continue to wreak havoc on the travel industry. But despite the losses, Qantas Chief Executive Alan Joyce said they are planning to resume domestic and some international flights when those higher COVID vaccination rates are achieved. Mr Joyce saying while there's no exact date for when that will happen, starting back up an airline is no easy process, so they're getting ready now. Joyce says the initial routes will be for destinations with high COVID-19 vaccination rates, including Singapore, the US, Japan, the UK and Canada, as well as the New Zealand travel bubble, with flights expected to resume mid-December. They're also considering moving their direct flights to London from Perth to Darwin due to WA's very tight border policies, and Premier Mark McGowan saying he intends to keep his borders shut even when the country reaches the jab coverage level needed to reopen. So, Minister Tian, where will you be heading off to once those borders reopen? I haven't really thought about that. I'm in Canberra at the moment in Parliament and I've just been thinking about when I can get home to Hamilton in Victoria because at the moment I'm faced with having to do another two weeks isolation if I do that. But I must say for me, I really would love to be able to just move freely around our country and there's some wonderful places here I'd love to be able to go and do it with my family. That's the one thing that I'm really looking forward to. Did that Qantas ad not make you tear up and want to jump on a plane immediately? 
it did make me tear up and I thought it was absolutely fantastic and it made a wonderful contribution, especially for our tourism industry at the moment that's been so hardly hit. It really gives hope that in the not too distant future, we will be travelling again. That's the quickie for today. This episode was produced by myself, Claire Murphy, and our executive producer, Siobhan Moran-McFarlane, with audio production by Ian Camilleri. And if there's a news story you want us to check out in a bit more detail for you, you can always hit us up with your story ideas via email, thequickie at mamamia.com.au, or find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.